Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. The, the high school holla starts now. Hello, Chicago. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Your boy just coming back off a brief vacation for the holidays. You know that sweet potato pie and all that good Thanksgiving eating got on my belly and I had to get myself straight. So it took me a couple of weeks, but we are back and this week we have officially started our high school basketball coverage and if you had a chance to check us out on facebook live this week it was a great pick for our very first game on today's show we have our game of the week for both boys and girls basketball our boys game was a triple overtime marathon game between the kenwood broncos and the cordless trojans these two red south central teams Battled it out on Tuesday night. Can't wait to tell you about that. Our girls game of the week comes to us from the Red Northwest Conference. We call this game a rematch of last year's IHSA Regional Championship between the Western House Warriors and the Peyton Grizzlies. We also have an H2S2 reporting crew update on the Taft Eagles from our student reporter Alex Burston. That plus scores and much more on the best show in Chicago for high school sports. You can follow and holler at us on our social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page. We appreciate the love from you. Remember to check us out every week on Facebook Live for our pre- and post-game coverage of our H2S2 Boys and Girls Basketball Games of the Week with interviews with coaches and players. We have a lot of fun doing that. Coming up next, we recap a battle out of the Chicago Public League Red South Conference between the Kenwood Broncos and the Corliss Trojans. If you missed it, you want to hear about it. Next on the High School Holler Sports Show. Hi, I'm Alex Burstein, your Taft Eagles student reporter. Catch me on the H2S2 Sports Show for all things Eagle Sports. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Honey, isn't it amazing? What? The, the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Woohoo. The officials. Oh. Today's student athletes are truly special. But there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too. Like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people, and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Illinois. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. High School Holla. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon by searching for the name David Solomon or visit the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. They are located on our homepage next to the H2S2 scoreboard. 
After a nice break for Thanksgiving and the final games of football, we get set for high school basketball season. And out of the gate this week, we picked a battle out of the Chicago Public League Red South Conference, which is one of the best conferences in the state and possibly in the nation. Corners High School was the site for this Tuesday night H2S2 Boys Basketball Spotlight as head coach Marlo Finner and his Kenwood Broncos in a Tuesday night 4-2 overall, winners of four of their last six games, starting their season off with a Thanksgiving holiday week while coach Harvey Jones and his Corliss Trojans prepared to tip off the 2018-19 season coming off a successful run in 2017-2018. Winners of the Chicago Public League White South Conference advancing to the IHSA Super Sectionals coming within one game, three points away for competing for a state championship. We caught up with both coaches prior to the start of the game to get their thoughts on entering their first conference game of the season. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Here at Corliss High School for our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week where the Kenwood Broncos get set to take on the Corliss Trojans. And I'm joined now with the head coach of the Broncos, Marlo Fenner. And coach, been a long time since we last talked, but we're back at it again for another season. Yeah, one more time around. Yeah, we're pretty <laughs> excited about it. You guys are 4-2 overall. You were 3-4 and four over the Thanksgiving week, and then you split one and two very close games last week. How do you think their plans are? It's, it's early on. So, you, so obviously you learn, you're growing early on. The main thing about it is getting, getting the reps. So uh, as a year going on, we plan to get better, get more experience. So uh, so far, so good. Well, we know about a couple of you guys. Tell us who will be key in the uh, Broncos' success this season. Well, you got the point guard, T. Stapleton. He's our leader. He's our senior leader, point guard. And uh, we bring on Lamont Johnson, who's a a tough-minded uh, off-guard and Stuart Lewis, the big guy. So we got good pieces around those three guys. So we're really just trying to get better and better this game, man. And we know you're playing a tough conference, the Red South Conference, and now you got an addition to that, the Corliss Trojans. What do you know about Corliss? Uh, not much, man. I know Coach Harvey is a good coach. He does a good job with, with his players and preparing them. Uh, it's going to be a good test for us early conference. And anything special into the first conference game of the season? Uh, just focus, you know, and preparing to compete and stay tough-minded on the road. Well, good luck, Coach Finner, and we look to see you a lot from the Broncos. Right, thank you very much, sir. High School Holla. Join now with Harvey Jones, head coach of the Trojans. Coach, last year you took this Trojan team all the way to Super Sectionals. What did you take away from that to come into the 2018-19 season? I just hope that these guys this year are a little bit more humble, uh, work a little bit harder, and be a little bit more committed. You competed in the white conference last year you're in the red south any big difference for you uh huge difference you got some of the uh top conference teams in the country uh the red south central is top 10 country in the country so it's pretty tough you got some of the top ranked teams top 100 all over this conference any night anybody can beat anybody out tonight let me ask you about some of these trolls that's going to be key for you in a victory tonight who can we count on all of them all 15 gonna need all 15 to get through this tonight we're going to need the Lord. We're going to need all the teammates. We're going to need all our staff. We're going to need our fans. We're going to need everybody tonight. Well, Coach, last year we talked at an emotional game for you. I want to talk about a, a man that meant a lot to you and Lewis Thorpe. Just briefly, what has that man meant to you in your career? Thorpe is with me tonight. You know, I pray on Thorpe and his family every night. Thorpe is with me. I'm going to do well. He's my mentor. And I'm still just going to go out and do what he's taught me to do and then try to excel. All right. Well, good luck tonight, Coach, Thanks. and we'll talk to you later. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Let's go right to the recap as the home team Carlos Trojans will win the drunk ball and draw first blood with a strong drive to the basket by senior Desan Dyson. The first quarter would definitely be filled with some first game jitters by the Corliss Trojans and some road adjustments by the Kenwood Broncos. The Broncos would score off of a drive by their senior Artie Stapleton who would put them on the board for their first points of the game. The first quarter for the Trojans would be a balance attack between 
Ewing Sr., Desan Dyson, and Junior Jamario Minifield, who both poured in six points apiece. The Broncos would find points from a number of different sources, led by senior Lamont Johnson with six points, with shots from senior classmate Talvin Wooten for two, along with junior Syree Lewis with four points, and William Green with two points. The Kenwood Broncos would lead at the end of the first quarter, 15-12, over the Corliss Trojans. As we head into the second quarter, that's where things got sparked as junior Syree Lewis for the Broncos' first possession came down with a monstrous dunk. He would go on to lead the Broncos in scoring in the second quarter with seven points. Kenwood would also get four points from senior Artis Stapleton, three points from junior Roland McCoy, and two more points from senior Lamont Johnson and junior Richard Simmons. The Corliss Trojans would keep things tight throughout the second quarter, led by senior Leandre Townsend, who scored seven points. The Trojans moved the ball around to several players, getting four points from senior Joseph Doyle, a huge three-pointer in the quarter from senior Deshaun Dyson, and three points from sophomore LaShawn Townsend. Add two points from Devontae Williams and a point from senior Jamario Minifield. The second quarter would end as it began with a thunderous dunk, this time from the Trojan senior, Leandre Townsend, for two of his seven points. We're in a halftime with a one-point difference as the Kenwood Broncos led the Corliss Trojans 33-32. Here's the halftime thoughts from both coaches on their team's first half of play. High School Holla. At the half of our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, where the Kenwood Broncos have a one-point lead over the Corliss Trojans. I'm joined now with Coach Marlo Finner of the Broncos. Coach, assess your team's performance in the first half. Uh, we came out strong in the first quarter and got a little sluggish towards the second and in the second quarter. Uh, but we were, we're on the roll. The whole first home game is going to be a run. You expect that from home team, good team. So we got to this storm. We have a one-point lead. Now get back to our principles regarding getting back into this shit and stopping the basketball. All right, Coach. We'll talk to you after the game. Thank you, sir. High School Holler. I'm here with Harvey Jones, coach of the Trojans. Coach, assess your team's performance in the first half. Trying to adjust, trying to settle down. Guys have not got comfortable yet. First game of the year. Guys trying to get in rhythm. They've been seeing each other for the last couple of weeks. Kim was a very great team. And they, uh, defensively, they're making some stops. And uh, it's a one-possession ball game. Well, Coach, we'll talk to you after the game. Appreciate it. Thank you. High School Holler. After the break, we'll bring you the second half recap of this Red South battle between the Kenwood Broncos and the Corliss Trojans, our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week on the High School Holler Sports Show. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Illinois, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who play high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back to the High School Hall of Sports Show and our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week as the Kenwood Broncos led the Corliss Trojans at halftime 33-32. The Corliss Trojans would come out in the third quarter firing everything at the Kenwood Broncos. Going on a run that ended in a fast break by senior Desan Dyson to start the second half of play. The Trojans were led in the third quarter and scoring by seniors Leandre Townsend who would end the third quarter as he did the second quarter with a jam of his own and Joseph Doyle both putting in five points apiece. Senior Mark Lewis Jr. and sophomore Nashawn Townsend would score a combined five points in the quarter. The Kenwood Broncos would score a combined 12 points in the third quarter led by senior Lamont Johnson and junior Sir Yee Lewis both with four points. Add another two points from seniors Artis Stapleton and Nuri Knighton. The Corliss Trojans would go into the fourth quarter with a 51-45 lead over the Kenwood Broncos. We go into the fourth 
and final quarter regulation. That's where things between these two teams started to get real intense. It started off with another banging dunk by Corliss senior Leandre Townsend, which got the Corliss gym rowing. He would drop six points in the fourth quarter with four points from junior Jamario Minifield and three points from seniors Desan Dyson and Mark Lewis Jr. The Kenwood Broncos would not be denied as they would lean on R.T. Stapleton's Scoring seven points in the fourth quarter, along with six points from Junior Sari Lewis and five points from Richard Simmons. At four points from senior Lamont Johnson, the play of the fourth quarter was the final minute in regulation. Corliss is leading Kenwood by two points, 64 to 62. Coach Harvey Jones calls a timeout with 50 seconds left, and the Trojans come out looking for a quick score and get just what they wanted. From senior Leandre Townsend, Trojans led it 66 to 62. The Broncos then come down, and junior Sari Lewis is fouled, taking a shot, placing him at the charity stipe, pulling the Broncos within one point, 66 to 65. With 12 seconds left in regulations, Corliss looking to score with 12 seconds left. They got fouled, and senior Mark Lewis Jr., who hits one out of two free throws, giving the Trojans a 67. 64 lead. After the free throws, there's 10 seconds on the clock for the Broncos. And the play of the game comes from Broncos senior R.T. Stapleton, who with six seconds left in regulation, bangs a big three-pointer from the top of the key. It ties us all up at 67 apiece, sending us into overtime. High school basketball allows four minutes in each overtime. The Kenwood Broncos, building off of the momentum, came out fast and running off quick scores to build a lead. Corliss Trojans would continue to find themselves close thanks to senior Desan Dyson scoring six points in their first overtime with four points from Mark Lewis Jr. and a bucket from sophomore Nashawn Townsend. The Trojans would eventually build an 80-75 to 75 lead with 30 seconds left to play in overtime. Well, the Kenwood Broncos weren't shaken or worried as they went straight to their senior. R.T. Stapleton from the line pulled the Broncos within three points, 80-77. to 77. Add buckets from senior Lamar Johnson and junior Sari Lewis, but the play of the overtime came from seniors Noree Knighton, who with 22 seconds left had a huge block smacked against the glass on the defensive end of the floor. Then guard Talvin Wooten, who led the Broncos in scoring with five points, none better than the three-pointer he drained for the Broncos down in overtime with five seconds left. Wooten drained a three-pointer from the far corner, sending the game into the second overtime, tied at 80 apiece. The second overtime starts with the Broncos once again scoring first on a strong drive by senior Lamont Johnson. That score was answered by the Trojan senior, Desan Dyson, who bangs a three from outside. The Broncos, Lamont Johnson would come back with an answer, driving for two. That would be answered by a two-point jumper by the Trojan senior, Leandre Townsend. Corliss would lead it. 85 to 84 with a minute 50 left in the second overtime. Corliss would score another bucket by Desan Dyson and Kenwood's Lamont Johnson with about 40 seconds left. We are tied at 87 apiece. Corliss loses possession with an error pass trying to get the ball inbound, turning it over to the Broncos. The Broncos would miss the final shot of the second overtime, forcing a third overtime. 87 to 87. We enter another four minute overtime. This is the third overtime, and drawing first blood was a two point jumper by senior R.T. Stapleton with 3.53 left in the third overtime. The Broncos take an 89 87 lead. 
Corliss Trojans hit right back as senior Deshaun Dyson knocks down two shots from the free throw. The Trojans tie it up 89-89. Senior Lamar Johnson answers with a drive for the Broncos bucket 91-89 over the Trojans. He would score three more times on drives and twice from the charity strike. Add buckets from senior Artie Stapleton and junior Richard Simmons, the Kenwood Broncos will pull away with their first conference win, 102-97, over the Cardinals Trojans, who suffer a tough loss to start the season. Let's hear post-game comments from both coaches and our two shining stars of the game, seniors. Lamont Johnson, who led all scorers in the game with 30 points, and R.T. Stapleton with 28 points, who key three-pointer in regulation sparked this game into the first of three overtimes. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here at our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, where the Kenwood Broncos in three overtimes just defeated the Corliss Trojans. Joined now with the head coach of the Trojans, Harvey Jones and Coach Jones. Three overtimes it took for this game to end, and it was a tough one for the Trojans. Just couldn't close. Each half we had them, we just couldn't close. Uh, we trying to go for the home run, and the game is already won. You know, just undisciplined. We young, you know, first game of the season, just got to close. This being the first game of the season, would you even expect? Your guys wasn't even winded, but they gave a gutty effort out there today. Guys are tough. You know, they've been in this situation before. Some of these guys have uh, been seasoned. They've been seasoned. They've been challenged before, and they're just getting better. You know, they're just getting better. Talk about the player, Dyson. Heart and soul. It's a heart and soul of our team. You know, just got, like I said, got to close. But them basic heart and soul, I'll live with them and I'll die with them. I'll go to war with them anytime. You know, I look forward to just stepping up next game at High Park. And when you have a, a, a marathon game, as, as we'll call it, where do you go and tell your team to get them ready for the next one? Pick your head up, you know, first game of the season, a lot of basketball to go. Just look forward to the next game. Got to let this one go and move on and get ready for High Park. All right, well, we look forward to seeing more of the Trojans, Coach. Thank you. All right, thank you. High School Holler. Join now with the head Bronco, Marlo Finner. Coach Finner, man, a marathon game, but you guys toughed it out. That's the main thing, man. Like I said, the first game of the conference, first time seeing Corliss come in that building, not seeing the personnel pull out win, that, that gutsy win. We show grit. That's what we're proud of. I got to ask you to talk about the play of some of your key players. Stapleton with the big three. Then number 12 comes in with a big three. And then Lamar Johnson in the third quarter kind of takes control with some strong drives. Those three are big shots. And those three seniors. You affect that from seniors. They uh, worked hard all summer and all fall. And that was a big character builder win for us. You know what I'm saying? I say, we got big things coming coming ahead now. We keep working hard, keep grinding, and we'll be okay going forward. What did you tell the team in those three overtimes as you kept coming out? Don't quit. We come too far to quit now. Gotta keep fighting. It's a marathon, not a spring. I keep fighting. We don't quit right now. We stay the course. We roll. We keep fighting. Most important thing, we got the gutsy win. That's a big win, man. How does three overtimes, what that tell you about the character of these young men? It shows they grew up today. They grew up in a hostile environment. They grew up character, integrity, all those things that you want to see in a team in, in an early stage. And so now with them uh, in practice, it show, hey guys, we showed the guts already. Don't pull back now. Let's keep going forward. A well-conditioned team. Nobody pulling the shorts in this. What we fought, and we, we try to do 10 and ones. They know, they, they know what it is. <laughs> we try to do 10 and ones, suicides, and 22s, and they fought, man. I'm, I'm proud of this guy. I know it's early on, but to get that conference win, get that first conference win, and I, I told Coach Hall, see ya to next year, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to tell the Kenwood Bleed fans? You guys travel well. Thank you, and uh, support the fans. We love you guys, and keep it going. The good and the good and the bad times. <laughs> Congratulations, Coach. Go take a breather. Yes, sir. <laughs> High school holler. I'm joined now with one of the shining stars of the game for the Kenwood Broncos, R.T. Stapleton. Great game. You hit a clutch three at the end of regulations to put it into the first overtime. Tell me what you felt on that three. I just knew I had to make up for the layup I didn't take in regular regulation. So I had to come through for my team because I let them down in regulation. So I had to make sure I came came through. Have you ever, Artis, played in a game like this three overtime? Not in a long time. <laughs> Tell me what was going through your mind as each overtime ended, the first one, the second one, and going into the third. I was just thinking they, they messed up giving us hope because they were supposed to win the game. They, they messed, messed up, up giving, giving us, us hope. hope. They messed up giving us hope. That's all I was thinking. They messed up. What did Coach Finner tell you guys as you guys were going into each overtime? Just be aggressive. Keep fighting. It's our game. 
and we stayed with it. Stay together. This being the Trojans' first home game and first game of the season, and you guys coming in with your seventh. Was that time that you had guys had on the floor experience for you guys? Yeah, it was it was good experience learning each other, new players and younger guys. So every game we grow. And what will you take away from this three overtime win? Man, I don't even know. Just stand together when adversity hit. What would you like to tell the Kenwood bleed, as you guys say down there at Hyde Park, the Kenwood fans that came out and supported you guys? Just thank for everybody's support. They kept fighting with us just like we kept fighting. So they stayed with us throughout every other time. So I appreciate them. Congratulations, Artis. Good Thank day. you. Joined now with another shining star from the Kenwood Broncos, Lamont Johnson, and you guys closed it out in a big way, three overtime. Man, it was tough. It was all about the fight. We got a young team. I tell the guys all the time, if you fight, you're going to win. If you give up, you're going to lose. That's that's more of the story. Seemed like you took it over in that third overtime with some strong drives and some key free throws. What was your mindset? I was just win. It was just win. Like you said, it's a marathon, not a race. You got to keep going until they crack. We waited till they folded, and we took over. And what was the game plan in these three overtime? Fight. Tell me the character of this Broncos team. Character, uh, we young. Like I said, we young. We like to have fun, get rowdy. You know, you see us getting loud. You have a lot of fun out there, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how I love the game. I love to have fun. This is this, this what it's about. It, it's nothing to reason to take it serious, but at the same time, it's a serious and it's a fun way to have play basketball. How does a game like this with three overtimes, how does this serve as a character builder for the Broncos? Man, it's... It's big because a lot of people call Kenwood soft and them boys privileged, but a lot of people don't know that our team, we go through a lot. A lot of players, they go through a lot, and people don't see that, but we, we show it on the court. And what would you like to tell the Kenwood Bleed fans? Oh, man, we doing this. We here to stay. High School Holla. Now, both teams were back in action Thursday night as the Kenwood Broncos went on to defeat Urban Prep Inglewood 63-36. And next, we'll face Hillcrest Hawks in the Team Rose Shootout Tournament on tomorrow. That's Sunday. The Corliss Trojans get their first win of the season over the High Park Thunderbirds 72-60. The Trojans are on the road tonight in Oak Park, Michigan to take on the Oak Park Knights. Now, let's check in with some more basketball news with our H2S2 reporting crew member Alex Burston to find out what's happening with the Taft Eagles basketball team. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Hi, I'm Alex Burstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew of your Taft Eagles sports update. It's the start of winter, which means one thing. It is time for high school basketball. The Taft Eagles boys basketball team has started their season. They're seven games in, and we're going to talk about how they started their season. They started in late November in the Battle of the Bridge Thanksgiving Tournament, which is an annual tournament co-hosted by Lane Tech and DePaul Prep. Taft was in the DePaul Prep bracket. They started the season tough. They started versus DePaul Prep, a top 25 team in the state, arguably top 10, and they were showing like they were a top 10 team in the state. Taft found themselves down 34-5 to at the half. Lots of turnovers haunting the Eagles. They would have been held scoreless in the second quarter if it weren't for a Jared Bandy three-pointer and just the Paul Pratt was making the most of those. As I said, 34 points in the first half. That's pretty good for a high school team. And the Paul Pratt didn't slow down from there as the Rams were able to take the game easily 60-15. to Taft actually did outscore them in the fourth quarter, but Taft was missing a part of their roster with the football team as they were for the first three games of the season because Taft football made it to the prep bowls. Taft had some considerable roster missing. Still a bad loss. They were down 60-15 to 15 by the, at the end of the game. They just couldn't execute for most of the game. And then the schedule didn't get much easier as they had to bounce back the very next day and play Notre Dame. That was another loss. And then the next day they had to play Lakeview in a Chicago Public League battle. It was part of the tournament, but two Chicago Public League teams, but they weren't able to get that win. And then they had Thanksgiving off before bouncing back in a Constellation game on Friday. It was the seventh place match against a Lane Tech bracket team, Urban Prep Bronzeville. This game, Taft actually looked like a pretty good team. They were up 20-13 to at the end of the first quarter. Jared Bandy had nine points in the first quarter alone, which was half a Taft's points, almost. Nine out of 20. And that 
the end of the first half, they were up 39-23. to Bandy out of three, and then Milanovic adds some points. Both Jared Bandy and Isaiah Milanovic had 12 points apiece in the first half. By the end of the third, the Eagles had just picked stuff up. They were up 63-36. to so a big lead there by the end of third, and then they were able to claim seventh in the tournament with a 73-43 win over Urban Prep Bronzeville. So this was the first coaching win for Jason Tucker as a Taft Eagles coach, as well as the first win of the season for Taft. And after the game, I took a few minutes to talk with him about this victory. Take a listen. High School Holla. I'm here with Coach Jason Tucker, the head coach of the boys' basketball team here at Taft. First of all, congrats on your first win as the Taft boys' basketball coach. Thank you so much. Uh, so, how important was winning this first game, the first game for the season? Uh, it was good to get the monkey off the back because we didn't play well the first three games of the year. So, we're really happy to get our first win and hopefully get uh, get rolling here now. And then, was this first tournament playing two really good teams in DePaul Prep and Notre Dame and then playing some public league teams do for the team? I mean, DePaul Prep is one of the best, man. I mean, Coach Kleinsmith's one of the best coaches in the state. Um, and then Notre Dame's got one of the best programs. So, it was a really tough goal. You know, we get to get to the places uh, Lakeview again in two weeks. Week, so we're really excited to get a chance to play them for a game that's really meaningful. So. And then uh, the first game, lots of turnovers, a lot of uh, missteps in the first few games. But what changed my opponent from the first few games next night? Uh, honestly, tonight I think just uh, having a couple of the football guys back really helped us. Uh, kind of woke some guys up, so it was good. Finally, what are you guys going to look to change heading into the rest of the regular season now that this first week of tournament is over? What are we trying to change? Yeah. we got to get better. Okay. That's it. Thanks, okay. man. Thanks, I appreciate everything, buddy. Yeah, thank you. High School Holla. As always, a big thanks to Coach Tucker for taking a few minutes after the victory for talking to me. They have had three more games since that tournament. They have gone one and two in that time. Let's go over how they've played since then. 76-47 to loss to Layden. That was a battle of the Eagles, the Taft Eagles and the Layden Eagles, but Layden was just able to get the best of Taft. That was the home opener for Taft, actually, but they weren't able to get the win in front of the home crowd. And then a big loss in a rivalry game versus St. Patrick. Taft likes to dub that the Battle of the Northwest Side. St. Patrick was able to get the best of them this time, 51-17. to That's not always an interesting game for Taft because Taft's principal, Mark Grishaver, actually went to St. Patrick. So there's always some rivalry there, but St. Patrick got it this year and last year. St. Patrick always is a good basketball team, so they got the win there. But then this week, they opened up White North Conference play against Lakeview, and if you think that's a familiar opponent it is because Taft lost to them in the tournament but that did not have conference implications because it was a tournament match. Taft knew Lakeview and Lakeview knew Taft. This time though Taft is able to get the victory 64-46. to Matt Lesh and Chino Garcia each had 14 apiece in the victory. They are currently 1-0 in conference play which is important for the Eagles and now they're going to close out the year with a handful of victories. They're at Northside then they home against Mather, then they have two road games against Hayden and then Lane, then they play Fenton, and then they end the year in some tough matches at the Wheeling Holiday Tournament. Coach Tucker came to Taft and made sure that they were going to be able to play in that. That's going to be a tough tournament, but if they get a win out two there, Taft could see themselves around 500 or above 500 come 2019. In the future weeks, we'll be talking about not just boys basketball, but there's a lot of other sports going on at Taft. We have Wrestling, who just beat Lane Tech this week. They're the reigning state champs, so we'll be talking about them. Girls basketball as well is a really good team. Christina Alou is a great player for them. They have a young core that's doing good stuff at Taft, so we'll be talking about them. And we'll even be talking about some other sports, including boys and girls bowling. One of Taft's better sports. We'll be talking about that and more. That's all I have for today. Thanks for having me on the show. We'll be back right after this. High School Holla. Another awesome job by my buddy Alex Burson, an official member of the H2S2 reporting crew and student reporter repping for the Taft Eagles. Now, some of you might be listening, sitting back wondering, well, how can I be down like Alex and be on the show with Spoon every week? I'll have details for you in just a moment, as well as our recap of our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week in Diva Sports. It's a rematch of a state regional championship battle between two teams from the Chicago Public League Red Northwest Conference. Now go grab a pen and paper because this is how you can join me and Alex and be a part of the H2S2 reporting crew. Check it out. 
Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 Reporting Crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 Reporting Crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Hi, this is Coach Greenberg with the Peyton Grizzlies, and you're tuned in to the High School Hollow Sports Show. Welcome back to the H2S2 Show and our Diva Sports segment brought to you by Epiphany Travel and Events. Looking to travel at an affordable rate that will allow you to live out your travel dreams at a special destination while satisfying your love for travel? Then come and join the travel experience with Epiphany Travel and Events. You can also find out about a great way to fundraise through the adventures of travel that will help your charity reach new goals in a fun and unique way. Visit them online at www.etravelandevents.com. The official sponsors of our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. Now we couldn't start off our basketball coverage without checking out some high school girls basketball. This week's girls basketball game of the week features two schools from the Chicago Public League Northwest Conference and a rematch of last year's IHSA Class 3A Regional Championship when the Westinghouse Warriors defeated the Peyton Grizzlies. If you listen to our basketball previews, we spoke with Peyton Grizzlies who said that one of the games on their schedule that they wanted to circle was the battle with Westinghouse. Well, the time had come for the game that we're going to call the Big Payback. And with the new alignment throughout the Chicago Public League basketball, teams only get one shot at each other during the regular season. And the Peyton Grizzlies had this one at home. Here's what both coaches shared about this Red Northwest Conference rematch. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Here at Walter Payton College Prep High School for our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. Westinghouse Warriors get set to take on the Payton Grizzlies. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Grizzlies, Josh Greenberg. Coach Greenberg, this is the game we talked about in the basketball preview. Westinghouse and Payton. Yeah, these girls have had this state circle on their calendar for a long time, so we're happy it's here. You guys come in 5-3 and three overall. Unfortunately, 1-2, and two, but it's still early in the conference play. This is a conference game out of the Red North. West Conference, one of the toughest conference in girls basketball in the city. How's the girls playing thus far? You know, we're playing really well. We're significantly more confident than we were last year. We're ready for these games, so we're really excited for tonight. We've been thinking about this game for a long time, and I know they have too, and so we're, we're both going to be ready to play. Well, we met a few of the shining stars for the Grizzlies when we did our basketball preview. Lucy, Janae, and Catherine. Who are some of the other players that might be key in a win today? So we have um, a couple of pretty talented freshmen that are playing a lot of minutes for us. Um, Isabella Chittero is starting as a wing and she's um she's got a lot of talent but with freshmen you never know what you know one day is different from the next and so we're, we're hoping that, that she's ready to go and then we got um a couple of sophomores who are starting for us who started for us last year as freshmen and so they'll be ready too so we're excited they are growing up fast this is a game that we talked about during the preview it's kind of unfinished business but a little bit of redemption all in the same I know the girls are hyped I'm hyped how's the team feeling overall they're excited they're excited you can 
and you'll see in our warm-ups, they have the, unfinished, the hashtag unfinished business on their sleeve. They're ready to go. Well, I look forward to seeing this battle in the red northwest. Good luck, Coach, and we'll talk to you at the half. Sounds good. Thank you very much for coming tonight. High School Holla. With the head coach of the Warriors, Julius Carter. You might know him from football as well as girls basketball. And tonight, it's a game that you're familiar with. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Peyton is a well-coached team. Coach Greenberg, uh, he does a great job with his girls. So we're looking forward to the challenge. You guys coming here 4-3 overall. You got a conference game under your belt. You got two conference losses. But this game for you, you can get another conference win under your belt. How the girls playing thus far? Well, you know, we are, we're an extremely young team. We only have two seniors on our team. And, you know, they're both they both come off the bench so i mean we start all sophomores and uh juniors so we're a young team man it's a growing process throughout the entire season so we're looking to get better with each and every game well talk about some of these young shining stars for the warriors who can we keep our eye on that's gonna be key for some wins we have a junior Danisha harris i think she's probably one of the best players in the city she's been doing a great job this year working on leadership you know leading the team like i say she's you know she's a junior so she's getting better every game and we also have another sophomore uh addison curry you know she's been doing extremely well so she's not even playing jv at all this year so we're expecting her to, you know, continue to get better with every game as well. Now, let's talk about this game, Coach. This is a big one. I know on two sides. Last year, IHSA State Regional Championship, 66 to 63 was the score. You guys knocked them off, and you got to think that's lingered with them all offseason until now. Yeah, I mean, it was a great game. I mean, we actually were winning. Like, we played them the first time with the overtime. It was a great game. Played them in the regional championship. I mean, believe it or not, we opened the game up. But like I said, they're a well-coached team. They fought back through the adversity. And I mean, came back out of nowhere and it became a game. And we ended up going back to overtime. But, you know, we were able to pull it out with overtime because we had great senior leadership last year. So I'm hoping eventually this group can grow to have that same great senior leadership that we had last year. As a coach, what did you take away from that game coming into this game? We just got to compete, man. Compete every possession. That's, that's our biggest thing. You know, effort. We teach an effort to our girls. You know, effort is the key to success. So for our program, we're just trying to preach to them just team effort. Overall team effort is if we give that, we should be okay. All right. Well, good luck, Coach, and we'll talk to you a little bit after half. All right. Thank you. High School Holla. You've heard from both coaches. Let's recap the game. The Western House Warriors and Coach Julius Carter entered Thursday's game 4-3 and three overall and 1-2 and two in the conference. As the Peyton Grizzlies and Coach Josh Greenberg were 5-3 and three coming off of a win the night before. And they too had a 1-2 and two record in the Chicago Public League Red Northwest Conference. Things started off hot for the Warriors in the first quarter thanks to the hot hand of sophomore Addison Curry who dropped three three-pointers and a bucket for 11 points that led all scores in the quarter. Add a bucket by junior Denisha Harrison, the Westinghouse Warriors scored 15 points in the first quarter. The Peyton Grizzlies would take plenty of shots but would struggle for the ball to fall in the bucket, scoring only four points with buckets from junior Catherine Norquist and sophomore Stella Desnick. The first quarter would end with the Western House Warriors leading the Peyton Grizzlies 15-4. This would turn in the second quarter as the Peyton Grizzlies would begin to find their groove behind junior Janae Jones who owned the second quarter scoring seven points with help from classmate junior Catherine Northquist and sophomore Avery Geiger both scoring two points and freshman Isabella Cheto who drained a three-pointer. The second quarter found the Warriors struggling to find points scoring only two points off of several attempts. We go into the halftime with the team separated by three points as the Peyton Grizzlies led the Western House Warriors 18-15. The leading scorers of the first half for the Western House Warriors, sophomore Addison Curry with 11 points, and for the Peyton Grizzlies, Janae Jones with 7 points. Here are halftime thoughts from both coaches on their team's play in the first half. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. At the half of our H2S2 girls basketball game of the week, the Western House Warriors trail the Peyton Grizzlies by 3, 18 to 15. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Warriors, Julius Carter III. And Coach Carter, how you feel about the play in the first half? You know what? I like the first quarter. We didn't play a complete half. We played the first quarter. You know, we only scored two points in the second quarter because we just got lazy. You know, I know we missing one of our starters, but that's still no excuse. We got lazy. And that's why they have a three-point lead right now. What did you tell the girls at the half? They need to wake up. Effort. Like I said at the beginning of the game, when we lose effort and focus, 
that's when we start getting behind the games. Anything that you're going to adjust about the game plan other than getting that energy back up? Effort. Ain't nothing to adjust but effort. <laughs> that's all we need to do. All right. Thanks, Coach. Talk to y'all. Yep. High School Holler. Joined now with the head coach of the Grizzlies, Josh Greenberg. Rough first quarter, but a strong second quarter. Yeah, it was pretty obvious we came out nervous, huh? I think they were overly excited for this game, but we calmed down. We, we played well in the second quarter. Talk about what you saw that you're going to have to change coming out in the second half. Well, that press bothered us at the beginning of the game, and we kind of figured out how to, how to beat it, but we're still committing too many turnovers on that, and I feel like we're not getting the shots we want on the zone offense, so we got to find some better shots uh, on offense. All right, well, we look forward to seeing what happens in the second half. Talk to you after cool. the game. Thank you very much. High School Holla. Stay with us after the break. We'll bring you the second half recap of the H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week between the Western House Warriors and the Peyton Grizzlies. Coming up next on the High School Holla Sports Show. Hi, my name's Catherine. I'm a point guard with Walter Payton Girls Basketball Team, and you're tuned into the High School Holla Sports Show. Praise the Lord. Need life? Get Life and Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. Let's be real. The odds of a high school athlete getting a college scholarship and making it to the pros are pretty slim. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to dream of becoming a pro athlete, even a famous one. But that's not why I play. My reason why? I love the competition. My reason why is community. My reason why is leadership. My reason why is to challenge myself. My reason why is love for the game. And hey, if we don't make it to the pros or onto the cover of Sports Illustrated, that's okay. Because there's every reason to believe we'll excel in something even bigger than sports. We'll excel in life. There are lots of great reasons to play high school sports. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. This is Janae representing Walter Payton College Prep Grizzlies basketball. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Outlet Sports Show. Our girls basketball game of the week featuring the Western House Warriors against the Peyton Grizzlies. We entered the third quarter. The Peyton Grizzlies led the Western House Warriors by three, 18 to 15 before the break. And we heard from both coaches. The Warriors needing to wake up and get back into it. And the Peyton Grizzlies looking to keep their momentum and play within themselves. The Peyton Grizzlies come out in the third quarter and score first off of a drive by junior Catherine Norquist to add to the Grizzlies lead. An 18-2 run since the second quarter and increased their lead to 20-15. to The Warriors would get their first score of the quarter from the free throw from junior Danisha Harrison who knocks down two shots cutting to the Grizzlies lead by three, 20-17. Then the Warriors would get a big three-pointer from junior Hannah Golden that would tie the game up at 20 apiece with 4.15 left in the third quarter. That would be all in the scoring department for the Warriors in that quarter. The Grizzlies returned to their junior, Catherine Norquist, who would own all of the Grizzly points in the third quarter with seven points, most coming from the charity stripe as she would hit five out of six shots from the free throw with a bucket. The third quarter would end with the Peyton Grizzlies over the Western House Warriors 25-20, heading into the fourth and final quarter of play. 
The Western House struggles would continue in the fourth quarter with no help from the Welfs and some questionable calls. The Young Warriors would only be able to score three points in the quarter. While the Peyton Grizzlies would distance themselves, making sure that the Warriors would not have a run with six points from junior Catherine Northquist, four points from junior Janae Jones, and four points combined from sophomore Avery Geiger and freshman Stella Desnick. The Peyton Grizzlies would pick up their second conference win and some redemption over the Western House Warriors with a 39-23 victory. Here's our post-game interviews with both coaches, Julius Carter III of Westinghouse and Josh Greenberg of Peyton, along with our shining stars of the game from the Peyton Grizzlies, Juniors Catherine Northquist, who led all scores with 17 points, going 11 for 12 from the free throw line, and Janae Jones with 11 points, who owned the second quarter spark that put the Grizzlies ahead after a slow start. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Steven Spoon Ramsey at the end of our H2S2 girls basketball game of the week where the Western House Warriors fell to the Peyton Grizzlies 39-23. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Warriors, Julius Carter III. Coach, tough loss. Second half just didn't work out for you. Oh, no, man. I mean, yeah, it happens like that. Like I say, my girls play hard. Like I say, we was missing one of our starters, but it also just comes down to just our effort, man. And Like, I mean, we're a good team. We're just young. And like I say, we start three sophomores and two juniors. So, you know, you've caught up with us again today, like I say, we're gonna keep we're gonna hit the gym, we're gonna keep working to get better, man. And we probably gonna see them again in regionals and they know what to expect. So And what did you tell the girls after a loss like this? I just told them they need to do some soul searching and realize, you know, we give them the tools they need to be successful. They need to start taking advantage of those tools. But with this group, I don't being so young, every game is gonna be a learning a lesson for us. Whether it's a win or a loss with our youth. So we just preparing for the future. And what's some of the positives that the Warriors gained out of this? I mean the positives is if we run our offense and we run and we rotate on defense, we're successful. When we don't do that, we're unsuccessful so that's easy they'll, be, they'll watch the film the film will probably be uploading about an hour and they can watch it right on their phone and they can know what they did wrong and what they did right Coach we look forward to seeing what the rest of the season holds for the Western House Warriors man thank you for joining oh yeah no problem thank you High School Holla Joined out the head coach of the Grizzlies, Josh Greenberg, and it finally came together in the second half. We played well. We played really, really well in the second half. I'm really proud of them. What did you tell the girls in halftime to come out with the intensity that they did? You know, we didn't have to change a whole lot. We just we came out nervous in the first quarter, and we we played a much better second quarter. We played a first quarter, and we just kind of kept it rolling. And they made their free throws, and they defended, and they boxed out. And, and like I said, I mean, they they did everything we asked of them, and, and really proud of them. I know they really wanted this, and so I'm happy for them. What do you take away from a game like this? This was a big game for you guys and a conference win. It was, and, and I think that it puts us in a really strong position to, to make some noise in this conference this year, and I think it puts us in a strong position to make a noise in the state tournament, and so we are um, really excited kind of where we're headed. You know, we're young, and they are growing up fast. Well, talk about the play of these two shining stars, our shining stars of the game, Catherine Norquist and Janae Jones. Talk about how they play. Well, you know, they're, they're our leaders, and they're, they're the heart and soul of our team, and they're, they're the most that makes us run. You know, the rest of the girls look up to them and, and kind of follow their lead. And I think that, uh, you know, on Tuesday we had a really rough game and, and the two of them in particular kind of took it upon themselves to change the direction of where this week was going. You know, they're juniors. The future is so bright with these two. I, I you know, I can't say enough about them. They're, they're incredible players, incredible leaders, incredible people. You know, I wouldn't trade them for anyone. Well, let's talk to our two shining stars of the game. Number three and number 34. And these two juniors were outstanding. And they talk about the intensity coming into this. This is one where we met in the preview. You guys said you wanted this one. Yeah, this one was so, like, circled on my calendar. I was warming up. I woke up at 5. I was, like, in the gym at 6.30. I was like, I need to warm up as much as possible because I just needed to win. So I came out a little nervous, but the second quarter I came out and I wanted, I really wanted it, so I made a difference. Well, you definitely owned the second quarter, and this young lady, Catherine, owned the third quarter. Talk about how you felt coming out in the second half. We started off the game pretty nervous, but I felt like in the second half we were really able to pick it up and you know play more as a team because like they were switching up defenses but we just kept our heads and we really worked at it and we were able to get some points up 
Well, this is definitely a conference game that you guys have to have with the new structure. You guys don't have to see the Warriors anymore until maybe in the state playoffs. What do you take away from this game? Um, I take away like our energy levels. Whenever our, we come out with a lot of energy, it's something always happens at the end of the game. So just we just need to keep our energy high and stay playing as a team. And Catherine, you were nailing it from the free throw line. They were sending you there enough times. How do you feel about this win going forward for the season? Well, I'm really excited because last year we had trouble hanging with people like this, but this year we really are up there and we can hang with all the teams and beat as many as possible, and I'm really excited for playoffs. Well, I definitely got to give you two shining stars an opportunity to tell the Grizzly fans who came out. What do you want to say to them? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, you guys really made a difference like with the defense, so yeah, just appreciate it and keep coming out. Yeah, same, same as Janae. <laughs> and I got to give you an opportunity, Coach. How does this Grizzly team move forward for the rest of the season off a big win like this in the conference? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we have that hashtag unfinished business, and this was obviously one of the things that we wanted to finish, but this is not the end of the road for us, and so we are, um, we're, we're going to take this, and we're going to build on this, and we are, we're going to keep growing as a team, and we get better every day, and I am really excited to see uh, where we're going to be in February, because we're going to be a tough out. Gave the two shining stars an opportunity to tell the fans, what did you like to say to the Grizzly fans, because home court is important. Yeah, and I think that that, you can tell when we get a large crowd it makes a difference I mean their energy level is different when it's a silent gym and when it's a, a packed house and I think they feed off of that and like I said at the beginning we were nervous we had a lot of nervous energy but then we, we started to kind of build in a positive way and um, we're just hoping we can keep bringing fans out I mean we're an exciting team to watch and so I think that uh, hopefully they'll keep coming well congratulations on this win out of the red northwest conference thanks again coach all right thank you guys for coming tonight we really appreciate it high school holla the Peyton Grizzlies are back in action on Monday at home as they welcome Willow Academy out of Des Plaines, Illinois, while the Westinghouse Warriors will get back on the court this Tuesday against legendary coach Dorothy Gators and her defending state champions, Marshall Commandos. Now, remember, you can check out all of the boys and girls basketball scores by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Stay with us. We got more on the High School Holla Sports Show. Holla! Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Media.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Well, family, that's our show for this week. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Outlet Sports Show. We want to thank all of the guests that joined us on this week's show. Our coaches, Marlo Finner from Kenwood, Harvey Jones from Corliss, Josh Greenberg from Peyton, 
and Julius Carter from Westinghouse. Our student reporter, Alex Burson, doing an awesome job repping for the Taft Eagles, along with all of our shining stars who joined us on this week's show from the Kenwood Boys Basketball Squad, seniors Artie Stapleton and Lamont Johnson, and from the Peyton Grizzlies Girls Squad, juniors Janae Jones and Catherine Norquist. It's early in the high school basketball season, so look for more big things from these four shining stars throughout the rest of the season. Thank you to all of our show sponsors who partner with us to make it possible to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, the H2S2 show. Now next week, our H2S2 Games of the Weeks will feature on Tuesday. It's a battle out of the Public League White Central Conference. The King Jaguars taking on the Tilden Blue Devils. And for our girls matchup, it's out of the Red South Central Conference when the Phillip Wildcats visit the Limbloom Eagles on Wednesday night. So make sure you check us out on Facebook Live during our pre- and post-game coverage as we interview with coaches and players and have a bunch of fun. We want to tell you about an event being hosted by Starts Up Front Football Academy. It's on December the 15th. They will be hosting a 2018 unsigned senior football clinic from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. For more information on that event, you can visit them at their website, startsupfront.com, or call 773-556-5511 for more information. Young people, this week's quote of the week says, Winners are not those who never fail, but those who never quit. So never give up. Check us out on social media, Facebook and Twitter at Urban Field House. Also, give us a like on our Facebook page, the High School Holler Sports Show. We appreciate the love, and please share the show with friends. I want to remind you that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show, along with many other past shows and segments, by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my iPhone and iTunes users out there, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If you like SoundCloud, you can follow us and listen to us there as well. Just search for us on both of those by typing in the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every week. And remember, God loves you and we do too. Stay warm and safe this weekend. Let's get together again next Saturday at 12 noon and do it all over. Until next week, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, High School Holla.